You're listening to MeSearch, a podcast featuring Filipino perspectives. In this show, we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses in the community to find out more about what they do. Join us as we learn and get to the bottom of things. Stay tuned. Okay, now we are officially getting started. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. We Hello. are... Uh, we are on the podcast, the MeSearch podcast, and we're recording via the Kumu app because we love the Kumu peeps. Uh, if you're yeah. not familiar with the Kumu app, y'all should check it out and download it. It is it the number now. one, the number one social media app in the Philippines, or one of the number one, one of the top social media apps in the Philippines, with a focus on Filipino um, users across the globe. So. Yeah, check it out. Let's give a quick shout out to the folks who are actually in the room before we like get started here. Um, leave a comment so I can read your name. So we've got Serotonin. Oh, Serotonin was in our last one. Hey. Um, Mike, Mr. Esberto, Dewadi uh, Jorge, Roy Aguilar, 29, Runaway Kevin. Hello, Runaway Kevin. Um, Army, Christine. We'll uh, we'll read some more names out in in just a moment, I suppose. Um, I mean, throughout the episode. But Crystal, let's say hello to everybody, specifically our guests. Yeah. Yes. Um, like the intro. <laughs> yeah, let's do our intro. <laughs> okay. Like, is that what you mean? All right, here we go. Here we go. This is this is how we do it here at Me Search. Okay. Hi, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hi, Grayson. Hello, Crystal and Dustin. Hello. Hello. Hello, and hello, everyone listening to this podcast. I need to really watch my levels Ooh, here. I cannot yeah. pay attention. Yeah, please. Hello. <laughs> Hi, just entered the room. Jonah, hello. 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 That's a cute intro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. So, yes, we are recording this live, and our special guest is Grayson <gasps> Villanueva, who was a former guest of the pod in season one um, and a former guest and friend in life. <laughs> Actually, not former. <laughs> not former. Current. Current. Your current friend. Yes. Um, and so happy to have you because, like, there's so much to talk about. Um, but let's catch up first. Sure. Like, how? Because he's a forever how, superstar. <laughs> yeah, forever oh super. Gosh. Yeah, forever superstar. <laughs> um, what? Let's let's ask the question we usually ask each other um, to warm up. So, like, mm. what was everyone's like yummiest thing you ate this week or in the Ooh. past week? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I'll go first while y'all are thinking. I'll share it with the group. So the yummiest thing I ate this week, actually yesterday, I made a baked potato in my air fryer. Oh. <clears throat> Ooh. And it had sour cream. Oh, yeah. It had salsa. And also on the side of that, I had this amazing tomato bisque from, I think, Costco or something. But it was so good. Mm. Um, yeah, it was delicious. And I made... Um, some baked potatoes again for dinner tonight which i will eat after Ooh. after we record this episode yeah it's waiting for me in my air fryer and i drenched it in bacon grease before i hop- yeah. popped it into the air fryer as so flavor what I'm gonna eat. yeah as flavor do. flavor town so flavor town 
Yeah, flame town. <laughs> I'm gonna popcorn crystal. Ah, uh, let's see. Let's see here. Um. Ah, uh, I guess I'm trying to remember, but my brain is scrambled. Man, okay. I guess the best thing I ate this week has been the turkey chili that I made. Mm, so I'm trying to chili. eat a little bit healthier. I f- like. I feel with the holidays, I went a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I went a little too hard. Um, but oh, how joyful was it? Um, but yeah, I, I I made a really good turkey chili, and instead of ooh. If you if you feel like it, instead of uh, sour cream, uh, I used uh, non-fat Greek yogurt, which pretty much tastes the same as sour cream. Pretty much, kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you use it to mix, if you use it to like um, make other things creamy, like it does the. I think it's it's basically like a comparable substitute. Yeah. I used to use a lot of Greek yogurt too, like in substitute or in mm. instead of sour yeah. cream. So I, I'm here for it. I'm here yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 You know, it's it's kind of like messed me up though, because I've been using it as a savory ingredient. So now when I try to like just drizzle some honey on it or like some <laughs> some like fruits i'm kind of like oh this is like sour cream <laughs> <laughs> yesterday i had i had uh i had some yogurt and honey for the first time in a long time and i was like do i like this i yeah 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 yep i gotta i gotta i gotta from my heart from my heart, <laughs> from my heart health Yo- and my gut health <laughs> yogurt and honey sounds so like delicious it's mm. it's very delicious just yeah and runaway kevin in the comments or in the chat here says non-fat makes it sound so premium totes <laughs> yeah high very class you had some gold standard greek yogurt over here high class high class high brow, <laughs> top, top high, brow, high, brow high brow yogurt everybody in high brow yogurt <laughs> I, I learned from some friends in the Philippines that the word is sashal. So for the for our friends in the Philippines who are listening to this podcast, sashal. 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 It's like the uh, sashal. Sashal. Oh, sashal. Posh. Okay. Thank sashal. you, Renee yeah, Kevin. Like so fancy, like sashal. but used in the context oh, I love of that. like, like wow, now. so fancy. Social media. <laughs> social media. Fancy media. Posh media. All right, handing over the baton. Oh, um, yesterday I learned how to make uh, like a vegan sweet potato gnocchi. With that's always so good. With fennel and mushroom and <gasps> garlic, and it okay, was so fennel. It was so good. Yes. Um, yeah, I've lately have been eating more like veggie forward dishes, which is uh, new for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've been doing it consistently for like the last two weeks, and um, aside from like the occasional fish, it's been really nice. Yeah, I, do you feel different? I do feel different. Part of it too is that I've been slowly getting back into a routine. So 
something that I feel like the pandemic did for me was like ruin my routine. And so now mm. I'm trying to get back to it. Um, but yeah, the last two weeks, maybe a little bit more, two and a half weeks, I've been um, waking up at like 6 a.m., working out every day, and all of my yeah, all of my meals are like veggie forward, uh, again, with the occasional fish, and it feels great. Like, I never thought that I would be able to do that for myself, and it just felt like such a big hurdle. Um, but shout out to, um, you know the human will and uh <laughs> my my uh, therapist who i just recently started like um yes. seeing so all of that has been helpful love that <laughs> love that for yeah, I you love that journey. the body the mind the soul all being oh, yeah. taken care of yes love that. yeah <laughs> Uh, Crystal and I talked briefly about resolutions um, in our last episode that we uh, recorded or our last Kumu Live. So, Grayson, give us maybe some of the exciting things that you are working on about yourself um, professionally and or personally. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think let me start with personal stuff. I already shared a little bit more about... um, my kind of just taking care of my physical body and also um, trying to feed my soul with um, things other than work. Um, I feel like up until, again, the pandemic, really it was just like an eye opener for a lot of different things. Um, But one of those things was that I was working a lot and like not taking breaks. Um, and now I'm like soaking up all the breaks that I can get. (laughs) Um, so like this past weekend I was on like a, like mini staycation, was at the beach, um, walked and, um, did just the most relaxing things. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to find things that I like to do that are outside of work. Um, so one of the things that I recently discovered about myself is that I actually really enjoy traveling. And at first I never really thought of myself as someone who would want to travel. Um, But more specifically, I love exploring places um, by foot. Um, So I discovered this um, when I was in New York in November and just being able to like, I don't know, walk into a, like a neighborhood and then find this random, um, you know, hole in the wall restaurant that's like amazing and then like after that you go walk somewhere else and you find a park and you find like the best like views and it's just like really cool to see the city unfold in that way rather than like oh i'm gonna like you know schedule that i'm gonna go here and then go here i'm like not the type of person who likes to schedule hour by hour what i'm gonna do when i'm traveling um but rather like find time like i love uh my friend calls stretchy time. So rather than like being like, oh, I have to be here at this time. Like I like being able to be very flexible with um, with exploring. Um, so yeah, um, what else? Um, yeah, just recently started therapy, um, which has been very encouraging and um, really helpful. Um, and what else? exercising that's kind of the main stuff for now i think what i am 
working towards now is to um, kind of rebalance, right? So um, talking about bullet journaling and like things getting pushed to the next day, <laughs> I'm finding that I'm pushing a lot of things to the next day because I am either like feeling like I want to, you know, focus on myself some more, which is like not bad, but I also r- recognize that like I need to tilt the seesaw in the other direction and start working a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, to balance out the time that I am um, doing, you know, personal care. And so um, my focus right now is to find, I feel like I've found a routine for my personal stuff, but now finding a routine for my work stuff that feels good, that complements the personal care. Um, Yeah. And then, um, yeah, career-wise, I'm just like trying to find more spaces in which I can um, do more session singing in TV and film. Um, And uh, so far that's been going great. Um, My goal is to be able to um, do more of that kind of work. Um, Something that I've recognized about myself is that even though I like to sing and perform, I also really love being behind the scenes. And so being able to do jobs where I can like record from home, for example, um, or (laughs) like show up for like a couple of days or, and and, like do a particular job and then be done with it. I'm like, I'm set like that, that feels good to me. And so I want to find more opportunities like that because that opens up my life for the other personal things that I want to do and achieve. Love that. I guess there's, I mean, okay. So there's a little bit more. Um, Uh, relationships. I want to continue to um, sustain and like water the relationships that I currently have. Um, And at the same time, like build new ones, Um, feeling open to um, exploring and learning from other people and also um, finding community. Um, Something that that I just signed up to do um, that I'll be doing tomorrow for the first time is volunteering with um, LA Community Fridge, Fridges, LA Community Fridges. Um, and they provide, you know, um, decentralized fridges um, in and around LA areas. Um, and so they need volunteers to help package food, deliver food to the area where it's going to be packaged, and also like distribute the food to those fridges. And so tomorrow I'll be um, volunteering my time to do that. And I'm excited to meet the other people that are involved with that um, um, organization and um, be able to like learn from them. So really excited about giving back. (laughs) I want to be you when I grow up. (laughs) I just, I, I admire all of the really cool things that you do for the community, especially. Um, And you're very like, I mean, you say that there are days that you feel that you have to, to tilt the seesaw the other way, but I feel like you are living a very balanced life and that's very, um, that's very cool. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and speaking speaking of like fostering relationships, I feel that we should all foster relationships with one another. So I have a quick side question. Um, piggybacking off of the diet conversation we had um, a few moments ago. Hmm. Yeah. Are you like completely off like meat meat? Um, I haven't made the like complete decision that I would be completely off meat, but for the the last couple of weeks, um, I've been making more choices toward 
veggie forward meals. And then also if I were to have meat, it would be like fish. Um, <laughs> that said, I think I had meat like the other day for like one meal that wasn't fish. I think it was like a sausage. But other than that, like um, it's like 95% of the meals have been like veggie or fish. Got it, um, got it. And it just feels good. I think, um, I think I still have like a healthy relationship with food. I'm just like shifting mm-hmm. like where I'm getting my nutrients from and all that stuff. And it, it feels, feels good. I, I asked for clarity in the food preferences, <laughs> knowing that Crystal has um, more of a, <laughs> a refined palate when it comes to like food in the LA area. Oh, well, like, in the LA area. So I like can, maybe. <laughs> I can eat things that are not red meat. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, we, I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is like the three of us should like hang out sometime and grab a meal. Okay. Um, and Crystal, do you have any suggestions? Clearly, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Clearly do. Like, I literally Talk just found us. my favorite tuna sandwich. And I am not a tuna sandwich kind of gal. Just mm. like, okay, it's crazy because my favorite sandwiches are all sandwiches that you would not presume for them to be my favorite sandwiches because I'm such a carnivore. But my number <laughs> one favorite sandwich is a veggie sandwich from Wax Paper. Second, mm-hmm, wax paper. oh my God, if you're in Frogtown or downtown, familiar. Grayson, you gotta go to Wax Paper. Wait, is Wax Paper the one with the... Um like the names of the sandwiches are like yes. people. Yeah, oh, and PR. Oh. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so you've talked about this before, Crystal. I'm like dying to go. Um, can yes. we go? We can go. We should go to Wax Paper yeah. and have, um, and have, um, shoot, what I can't. Eat. I'm thinking Terry Gross, but that's not the sandwich that I like. Um, <laughs> I know that you talked about an NPR person. Is that yes, is that the sandwich? Yes, they're all NPR hosts. Yeah. Oh, the, the, I think Ira the Glass, one that I've had. Thank you, darling. Yes, Ira that's Glass. the one I've had. That's the one I've had. Oh, it's Ira really Glass. good. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ira Glass is good. <laughs> yes, we also, me and Mike, also just discovered. Thank you, darling. Um, we just discovered Justa on the West Side. Um, Justa. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just- okay, so we have to put these. We have to put these on our our to do yes, lists. Either one. Crystal and I need to go to. Um, I mean, Crystal's already kind of close to the LA area, but we have we have business to to take care of in in Los Angeles. Um, one of which is hanging out with Grayson. So let's yeah, let's put that on our, our, our to do list. In this moment, let's just take a pause to say hello to the new people that have stopped by. Hi. Tessa's here. Hi, hello, Tessa. Tessa from uh, One Down. Hey. Carlo Nunez sent a Carlito. Hello. 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 <clears throat> Lady N. Garcia, Brad21, April Lynn, Kate Trinidad. Hello. Fortis92. Hello. Back to you. Hello, um, Elijah. <laughs> Do you all know where that's from? Eli, nope. are you saying Eliza? Yeah, are you saying Eliza? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 yes, Carolyn, yes, and Peggy. 
<laughs> and Peggy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Have y'all seen Encanto? <laughs> Have not no. yet. Oh, I've been oh, hearing okay. wonderful things. I have to like. It won a Golden Globe. It did. It did. It won a Golden Globe. They didn't air the awards, I think, but they, they like posted the winners. <gasps> I just listened to a podcast about the Golden Globes on the Daily. Mm. Y'all should take a listen. It was very, mm. very interesting. <laughs> But yes, Encanto won an award. I think it was like best animated feature. Mm. Um, speaking of animated features, <laughs> let's talk about one that has like award potential. Pixar's oh, Turning Red. Oh my gosh! So Woo! we're we're talking about Pixar's Turning Red because Grayson Villanueva is a featured voice in the film. Uh, Grayson, do you want to talk about? the the character that you play in Pixar's Turning Red. Sure. What can I say? <gasps> Got to be careful. Uh, <laughs> Just share I, what you can share. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, voice a character in the first ever Pixar boy band called Four Town. The four. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Four Town members are Jordan Fisher, Phineas. <laughs> Uh, Josh Levi and Tofringo and myself. Um, and yourself. And myself, yes. Uh, songs are three original songs by Billie Eilish and Phineas. And I am so excited for everyone to hear it all. I'm just... Whew, I, uh, <laughs> it's so surreal, like, hearing you say those names. <laughs> yes. Um... Because, okay, I don't know if anybody remembers season one, the episode that we did with Grayson, but Crystal and I were talking about how, like, oh, yeah, Grayson's going to win a Grammy um, <laughs> in the future. And, like, literally, these are people that you're now working with. Like, you're credited with, like, gra literal Grammy winners, like, on songs that have, like, Grammy potential. Oh, yes. Like, award-winning potential. Yeah. Like, wow! I'm yeah. like, did we manifest this? Because <laughs> this shit is amazing. This is amazing. I'm so proud of you, Grayson. Thank you. Do you know when that episode oh, yeah. was? I'm trying to remember when that episode came it out. It was like episode five, episode six. Because I've, uh, I've known about it since December of last year. So I was basically holding on to this news for like a whole year. And I think it was, we, we scheduled you scheduled you and i think before december like our initial recording yeah. it would have it might have been during the summertime okay so it was before wow look at you <laughs> the manifestations nice. the manifestations of grace <laughs> can you speak a little bit about like how you feel how i feel oh. like what it means to you yeah, it feels uh, okay. It feels so um, fulfilling in a way that I can only express if I tell you a little bit of a backstory. So, um, in the beginning, <laughs> um, I so the year prior, I had done a show called uh, the Christmas Caroler Challenge um, with my group that at the time called Top Shelf Vocal, and basically it think um american idol but with like carolers <laughs> um and it was fun stressful for sure um and i didn't know how well the show was gonna do um or whether it would be back or not 
um, lo and behold, during the pandemic, it did come back. And so um, a vocal contractor uh, reached out to me and said, hey, we're looking for a beatboxer for our group. We were wondering if you'd be interested in beatboxing for this group that we already have. So it's, a, it's, an, it's already an established group that just needed vocal percussion. And this is during 2020. So at this point, I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Like COVID is a thing no one's vaccinated yet. Like vaccines weren't a thing yet. Um, but I knew that I wanted to build a relationship with this vocal contractor. And, um, and I knew that if I were to have an opportunity to perform during the pandemic, the time that it would be safe would be on set because of COVID compliance officers. And, you know, I thought about it, I was like, okay, I'm going to say yes. Um, and I've done the show before, so I'm not super stressed out about it. Like, I'll, we'll just oh. do it. Um, so I said yes. A week later, this vocal contractor uh, calls me. I missed the call. She leaves a voicemail and she says, hey, something came across my desk. I don't know who says that anymore. But she said, something came across my desk and I was thinking of you uh, and thinking of submitting you for this. But I um, looked at your website and you don't have any materials, like no singing materials whatsoever. And at this point, I had thought that I would be moving into more audio production and video production work. So on my website was just my portfolio for that kind of work. Um, but because I knew how to record myself um, and she was looking for someone who had a boy band voice, um, I think the I think the uh, the prompt or the scope of work was saying something along the lines of like early. Justin Timberlake um, or Justin Bieber, Aaron Carter. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, let me think about it. So then I recorded um, like me singing Cry Me River and um, that Justin Bieber song, uh, As Long As You Love Me. Um, and so I recorded it and then she introduced me to another vocal contractor who was contracting for the film. And at this point, I didn't know what it was. All the information they could tell me was, oh, it's a SAG animated film, like not, no, nothing else. Um, so then I submitted it and didn't hear back for like three months, three or four months. Um, December rolls around and then I get a text from that vocal contractor saying, hey, just hey, <laughs> just like, hey, what's up? Like, what's going on? It's been months, you know? And he's like, hey, uh, Disney's going to call you this week. Just wanted to give you a heads up. And I was like, are you... Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Um, <laughs> yeah. And so um, the other band member that I mentioned, Tofrango, he submitted for this as well, self-submitted. And his scope not only included the voice type that they're looking for, boy band, but that they were also looking for um, Asian, um, Asian boy band voices. So that's that, that's part of it. Part I think I think part of it is like all these things had to kind of align and. Um, I think both of you know that I've done so much boy band work. <laughs> um, and the kicker is um, when I got the demos to like listen to before the recording session, I noticed that there was beatboxing in it. And I just thought like, it would be so cool to beatbox on these songs. So I, <laughs> so I emailed the music supervisor and said, hey, I don't know if you know this, but I actually do beatbox, here's my reel. Um, and I sent it. And then when they sent over the sheet music for the session, it had me beatboxing on all the songs. So I was, <sighs> so 
to sum to to, 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 to sum it all up, I feel like there was there there couldn't have been a more perfect role, um, because of all the things combined of like what I do and mm-hmm. who I am. Um, yeah, I I found out later at the end of the session. I'm glad that I found out afterward is that they had searched through and filtered through about 300 to like 350 singers um, to fill two spots um, because the other three were already set Jordan Fisher, Phineas and Josh and um, the other two that they were looking for was the bass and the highest part so the bass Topher and O actually we sang we sing to, or we sang together in Top Shelf that group that I was telling you about in the year before I did the Christmas Caroler Challenge, the first time I did Christmas Caroler Challenge. Mm. So when I saw that he got it, it was so wild to me too, because at the time we were working on a song together, like virtually, because, you know, we're in pandemic. And um, we were meeting on Zoom like once a week. And one of those meetings, I just, you know, we like were saying hi to each other and like, oh, like, how are you doing? And I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm waiting for a call. I'm just waiting for a call. And he goes, oh, cool. Are you, I'm waiting for a call too. And I, I'm like, cool, that's, that's awesome, man. And then he's like, are you, are you gonna get a call from Disney? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and so we both freaked out because we had both gotten it. Like, what are the chances like these two people from the same acapella group are gonna be singing in this movie, in his boy band? Um, yeah. That is, I don't know. I don't know what to call that, but that's how I. But serendipity. Yeah, Alignment. serendipity. Yeah, Alignment. exactly. Um, so that's how I feel about this um, this role. It just feels so good to be a part of this story, and um, not only that, be able to contribute like literally all that I can do. Like the, it was challenging, but I did it, and there were so many things of myself that I could put into it. And I, it just like was perfect. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Ah, you should be so proud of yourself, Grayson. (laughs) That is amazing. Like that is so exciting. And, um, really just like a testament of like how, how much things really align for someone when you're just doing, doing what's true to you. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things too, that was, um, that became a part of it or like what kind of helped it along was the fact that like we were all kind of at home and could only record and submit from home and mm-hmm. um, something that I learned from that first vocal contractor that I was telling you about is she had mentioned to me that there are so many great singers in LA who are now incapacitated because they don't know how to record themselves and so being able to do that for myself I feel like also gave me a leg up into submitting mm-hmm. Um and I, again, like this whole process has been just like a culmination of all of my skills combined. And it's like, okay, here we go. Let's try mm. it. And it, and it worked out. So <laughs> it's like a life's final. Yeah. <laughs> life's final exam. <laughs> yeah. What an amazing journey. Cumulative. <laughs> Cumulative. Tell me everything you know. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, Grace and congrats. Thanks for letting me share. (laughs) You you talked about 
I mean, you mentioned a lesson that you learned was, you know, the advantages that you have of having worked from home and being comfortable working from home. Um, in the time that we have left, maybe can you share some other things that you might have learned from the process of working on a film, like any uh-huh. nuggets of knowledge that you want to pass on or that you can pass on to folks that kind of want to do similar work? Yeah. Um, uh focus and hone your fundamentals and be a good person that is reliable. (laughs) Um, Those are the main things really. Um, Yeah, because it really comes down to how much you've practiced those basic things of like your, you know, technique and skill, but also like your ability to be a human being that can be collaborative and open and um, adaptable. Um, all of those things are valuable. It's not just about how good you are. It's also about how good of a person you are and how how much of a team player you can be. So that is my, whoa, so many, whoa, what is happening? Yeah, so much USA. Literally, Kumu is like hella in this chat. Happy birthday. Oh my gosh, thank you. It's not until October. Thanks. Hug, hug. Happy birthday. <laughs> For the oh folks listening um, to this episode, there's so much activity in our chat room right now. It is yes. wild. So, yeah, I, I think we tried to, to describe what this was like in the last episode, um, but it's like um, uh, images, like. Oh, uh, images of love. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. would say images yeah. of love and and appreciation that uh, Kumu users can share to the hosts, mm. and uh, we're getting a lot of love because Grayson so shared love. the most. In- <gasps> Ooh, a microphone. Oh my gosh. Another oh lechon. Oh my god, it's a party. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have hollow hollow for the next month <laughs> with wow. all of this. And you got a Kumu Universe crown. Oh my god. I love that. Wild. Wow. Happy, it's a party Happy New Year. It is a party. Kumu a party. USA. Y'all are just bringing the party. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. All right, Grayson, as we, as we uh, end the episode here, where can folks view the movie and when is it coming out the movie is coming out march 11 and it is exclusively streaming on disney plus <gasps> look at you exclusively streaming on disney plus for racing you better say you better say you're exclusively streaming oh my gosh yeah. yes all right y'all <laughs> Thanks for uh, joining us, Grayson. Thank you to everybody in this room um, having a party on Kumu with us. This <laughs> yeah. has been super duper fun. Uh, Crystal, clap us out. Thank you, everyone on Kumu. We love y'all. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Me Search is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. If you enjoy Me Search, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to check us out at mesearchpodcast.com and follow us at mesearchpodcast. We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is Me Search, folks. Woo-hoo!